Hi, welcome to the Art and Science of Learning, the podcast that digs deeper in how we learn, so that in today's accelerated world, we can learn better and enjoy it more. I'm your host, learning specialist, Dr. Kinga Petrovai. Every week, I discuss aspects of learning with academics, practitioners, and individuals with unique learning journeys to inform and inspire how you design learning into work and life. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This episode is going to be different from what you're used to because there's no guest, it's just me. But in this episode, I wanted to tell you about the Learning Technologies Conference that I attended in early May. My key takeaways and and general impressions of this conference. And just to give you a highlight, uh, there's so much that happened at that conference and so many incredible people and ideas. So I just wanted to give you a very brief taste on what my experience was. And um, and if you're not familiar with the conference, to tell you about it, because it's Europe's leading showcase of organizational learning and technologies that are used to support workplace learning. It is uh, one of the biggest in the world and, and Europe's largest, and it is an absolutely fantastic. So usually this conference takes place in February in London, but for the past two years, it was online like everything else. This year was the first time that in two years we they came back in person and it was absolutely buzzing. It was palpable in the air how people how excited people were to be back in person. So this year it was May 4th and 5th and actually next year it will also be in May, May 3rd and 4th. So mark your calendars because it's definitely not to be missed if you are interested in learning technologies and workplace learning. Of course, being in London in May is a wonderful time of the year to be there. The, all the flowers are blooming. It's it's the start of summer. And uh, it, coming from Canada, where it, it, there's still some chill in the air, it was an absolutely fantastic time to be in London. Really beautiful. So the conference. The conference is actually made up of two parts. And one part is the showcase, where about 200 exhibitors come, the largest companies in workplace learning technologies and and learning technologies in general. They come and showcase the latest technologies that they're working on. So you get a really great sense on what's new in the world of learning technologies. The other side of it is the conference, where for two days, it's a packed schedule of wonderful talks and panel discussions with leading thinkers and uh, and leaders in the learning technologies and workplace learning world. And it's a very diverse group of speakers and diverse topics that come together. It's a phenomenal conference to attend. This year, the theme, the overarching theme of the conference was building future skills together. And I absolutely love that, building future skills together. It really encompasses the important word of skills, which is absolutely top of mind, not just workplace learning, not just learning, but leaders of all organizations are talking about skills and the need for skills. And of course, building future skills together, that togetherness of bringing multidisciplinary teams and diverse groups of people, bringing them together to tackle the complex problems of today is absolutely critical and something that's really important for for how we move forward. So building future skills together, I love that theme. First of all, a little bit about my experience. I mean, as I said, after two years of 
people not being able to really attend in-person events. The energy was just palpable, how excited people were to be together, connect with others in their field, share ideas, share experiences. There is just something different about being in person. It's wonderful to have the online talks. It's been incredible to be able to work and also participate in different events online during these last two and and a bit years. But the energy of being together, that's also very necessary. It's always a very energetic and wonderful conference, but there was an extra spark in the air and people were so thrilled to be there and there were so many connections being made. I had the most wonderful time connecting with so many interesting people that I have been in the weeks following the conference, just digesting the information, the insights that I that I gained, the people that I met, connecting with them. It, it, it certainly took time to, to go through all of that because it was just such an intense two days and I absolutely loved it. I must say the organizers of the conference also did a brilliant job at creating opportunities where people could really connect and meet and mingle and uh, and get to know others in their field. Throughout the day, even though it was a completely packed schedule of talks, there were opportunities throughout the day for people to mix and mingle and connect with others and discuss what they've seen, discuss the different talks that they, they were in, and, and also get to know each other and connect in their field. And of course, simultaneously, there was also the showcase. People were able to go in their lunch or breaks or whenever they wanted to, to go down to the showcase and also meet vendors, meet people who are developing these technologies. So what was the themes that I really saw coming out? As I said, the overarching theme was building future skills together. And those were, it really resonated in the type of talks that were throughout the conference. It was a very diverse group of individuals looking at learning and technologies from diverse perspectives. But there was a few themes that really came through for me. One was skills and reskilling. So skills and reskilling, that was everywhere. It was both in the talks as well as in the showcase when you were walking around and seeing the technologies that are emerging in the field. So skills and reskilling was a very big topic, as of course it is in all industries right now. And any business leader is thinking about this, skills and how to reskill. Another major theme that came out was, of course, technologies that center around AI and immersive technologies. Another big theme was also social learning and learning networks, which I really was happy to see because it's such an important aspect of learning that to some degree there's been less focus on it. And it is something that is a very important, wonderful way of connecting people and learning. So social learning and learning networks was also a theme that really emerged. And of course, micro-credentials, which are, again, a very hot topic in the field of learning, and diversity. Diversity, of course, was was also a, a key theme and a very important one. So these are the things that I saw really coming out from a big range of different types of topics. But the key themes that really came out were skills, AI, immersive technologies, social learning, micro-credentials, and diversity. Okay, so these were the themes, but let's jump into a little bit about what I experienced during these two days. And there were many talks, there were 
many technologies being showcased and I can't possibly go through it all. But just to give you a little bit of a highlight, first of all, first day started with this buzz in the air. Everyone was so happy. There were so many people there. And Don Taylor, who's the chair of the Learning Technologies Conference, an absolutely phenomenal, energetic and extremely knowledgeable person in the world of learning technologies, who you may already know. And actually, he's been a guest on the podcast several times talking about what is happening, the leading trends in learning technologies, and also about the global sentiment survey that he does each year, which is a phenomenal, if you haven't already heard about the global sentiment survey, it's a phenomenal survey that he does globally every year to take the pulse on what is new in workplace learning. So Don started off the conference with a wonderful, energetic welcome and introduced the keynote speaker. And the keynote speaker on the first day was Matthew Syed, who's an author and highly acclaimed speaker in the field of high performance. He has written six best-selling books on the subject of mindset and high performance. So his talk really centered on the idea of the growth mindset and why we need diversity in the workplace. And of course, growth mindset is a very important aspect of learning. And diversity as well is an important part of being able to learn and grow together and solve the complex problems of today. But the interesting thing about uh, Matthew's talk was about the fact that diversity, we need to think about diversity in a very complex way. It's not enough to think about diversity as diversity in demographics. We also need to think about diversity on several different levels, diverse demographic, diverse ways of thinking, diverse life experiences, diverse expertise, so to have multidisciplinary teams. So it's very important to look at diversity from many different levels, including diverse thoughts and diverse opinions. Uh, So that was a wonderful keynote to start off the two-day conference. So as I said, there were many different talks throughout these two days. And if you go onto the Learning Technologies website, you can still see the schedule for those two days, which gives a fantastic insight on the different topics that really are important in the world of learning and workplace learning today. You can also see the speakers and the bios for the speakers, which again, they are the leading thinkers and doers in workplace learning. So it's definitely worth looking at and discovering some of the people you may not be familiar with yet. But I'll just tell you a little bit about um, about one or two of the talks. So I was very happy to chair one of the panels And that panel was about change management and learning organizations. It was absolutely a dynamic and wonderful conversation. Uh, I was joined on the panel by Elizabeth Galley, who's the Global Head of Learning and Development at LightSource BP. And LightSource BP is the solar energy division for BP. And so Elizabeth Galley is the Global Head of Learning and Development for them. She has fantastic insights to share from her long career in L&D. The other speaker on the panel was Anna Phipps, who's the Director of Learning and Development at BT, British Telecom, another phenomenal person in the world of L&D. One of the things we talked about was how do you get teams on board onto this new learning uh, platform or new learning system that you want to implement? And one of the main things that both Elizabeth and Anna said was that getting people on board, it's not so much about getting them on board as it is about clearly communicating 
not just what is happening, but also the purpose, the reason why. And that often gets lost in the communication channels. But it's extraordinarily important for leadership to not just communicate what is happening, but to communicate the reasons and the purpose behind it. In order for people to be coming on board, there has to be a clear two-way communication. So it's not enough to tell, but it's also very important to listen. And of course, in that two-way communication, another important part that they brought up is the fact that listening is also invaluable source of information for you to be able to implement learning solutions into your organization. It's one thing to say, this is why we're doing it. This is the purpose. But actually, if you listen, you realize that there are certain things that maybe need to be changed in order for this learning solution, this learning program to truly be successful. So communication has to be two ways, and that is the core for change management. Another very important aspect that Elisabetta and Anna talked about was that working across cultures is absolutely essential. And this is in two ways. One is that so many of the learning programs we do now can go over distance. We can communicate and train and have sessions with people from different parts of the world. However, working across cultures, it's very important to be sensitive to how our messages perceived. There are definitely differences and that there needs to be sensitivity to that because a learning program can be designed one way for one culture very successfully, but in a different culture, it just doesn't resonate. And by cultures, it's not just ge geographic, but it's also different cultures in terms of different groups within the organization, be it the engineering group, the marketing group, the, the sales group, different groups have different cultures. So being sensitive to cultural changes when implementing learning programs and products. And of course, across cultures may also mean across distances. And sometimes that gets forgotten in this world where we can all connect. The logistics not taking fully into consideration the different time zones, the different places where people are coming in. So although we can connect online, we do need to be sensitive to change management to be successful and to be able to implement good learning within an organization. These are all important things to consider. Another fantastic session that I attended was a panel discussion with three wonderful speakers. The topic of the panel was automation skills and the disappearing office facing the future of work. Each of the panelists gave a short talk followed by a discussion that they had together, but each of them made important points. They all came from very different areas of learning, of workplace learning, but I'll just give you a quick uh, insight into who they were. The first speaker was Julia Hobsbawm, who's the author of The Nowhere Office, a wonderful book that I've actually read, and it's, it's really a great insight into this new reality that we're facing, where we can work from anywhere, and yet the workplace hasn't necessarily adapted to that, and there's a tension there. How do we deal with that tension, and how do we move forward to make use of the flexibility that we have in the most effective way. And Julia gave a wonderful talk about remote work and what we need to look out for. And her book, The Nowhere Office, is definitely a great read. The other speaker was Anita Lettink, and she is a partner at Strategic Management Center and the founder of HR Tech Radar. 
And HR Tech Radar is a global community for HR and workplace innovation that spotlights young companies. They connect founders with clients and innovators, partners, and mentors. Uh, the website is absolutely fantastic to find out interesting new uh, companies that are up and coming. Anita uh, brings insights and perspectives about the future of work to companies around the world. And she shared an in interesting statistics where she said that by the year 2024, 90% of Fortune 5 companies will advertise that they welcome their employees to work with robots. Now, she was making the point that not so far in the future, 90% will welcome employees to work with robots. But how, how are these companies training their employees to work with robots? How has their training and development changed to adapt to this? And how have their systems adapted to this? So that's a, that's a very interesting thing to start thinking, to think about, and for companies to consider on how they're preparing for this new reality. The third speaker was Marco Dondi, who's an associate partner at McKinsey & Company. Marco is also the author of several McKinsey articles on the future of work and leads the McKinsey research on the future of skills. Marco is also the author of Outgrowing Capitalism. He shared some very interesting statistics and startlingly he said that the education systems are coming short on developing some of the most important skills that people need in the future of work. One of the main things that he said there needs to be a much greater focus on is the skills most needed in the future lean towards higher cognitive, socio-emotional, and technological skills. And it's these socio-emotional skills that also need to be taught and are not necessarily addressed in the education system. Reading his work for the McKinsey & Company, he wrote, is defining the skills citizens will need in the future world of work. A really fantastic read, and I, I encourage you to take a look at that. So the three of them spoke about what this future of work looks like from three very different lenses, but very much in agreement on all the different ways that education systems and companies really need to focus and address the important ways that we need to train people for the future of work. It was a great example of how at this conference, people are brought together who are experts in very different fields that are shining a light from a different angle onto the same problem, sharing their insights and their knowledge on how we move that forward. And it's this interdisciplinary aspect that was not just talked about at the conference, but was truly demonstrated in the way that the conference was organized, the way speakers were brought together. It made it an absolutely enriching and insightful experience. So just to talk to you a little bit about the showcase as well. So as I said, in a different uh, part of the building, there is a massive showcase of leading technology providers coming together and showing their, the latest products and technologies that they're producing in learning, specifically workplace learning. So there was definitely a trend. Although I couldn't get to all the different stands, it was just not enough time to see everything. But the key trend that came out on what I was seeing this year was learning management systems was huge. There were several, many companies working on learning management systems. The same companies, but as well as other companies working on skills and micro-credentials and coaching. So of course, some of these companies were incorporating into the learning management system ways to 
learn skills and have micro-credentials and even coaching. And there were other technology companies that were focusing just on skills or micro-credentials. But the world of learning management systems was huge. Uh, there was quite a few companies who were doing that in very interesting ways, some truly interesting and innovative ways. But I did feel a little bit like it was over-representation. Too many people are working on learning management systems. There are many different aspects of learning that needs to be tackled that are not a huge learning management system. There are specific aspects of learning that need to be tackled and, and dealt with and that technology could deal with. But there seems to be a real focus now on learning management systems and micro-credentials. This was the main thing that was, that was being presented. But wonderful, wonderful companies doing interesting, doing interesting things. And once again, you can certainly look on the Learning Technologies Conference website and, and see some of the different companies that were there. I also had the pleasure of meeting several podcasters, several podcasters who are creating wonderful, wonderful podcasts in learning and workplace learning and technologies. And I just wanted to share a little bit with you because it was so lovely to meet the people the behind the voice. So to meet the, the people who are hosting and producing and creating these wonderful shows. So the first podcaster that I met was actually John Helmer, a very knowledgeable and interesting person who has worked in workplace learning and marketing for many years. And uh, he creates two podcasts, the Learning Hack podcast and the Great Minds on Learning. And I love the fact that he created the Great Minds on Learning, which looks at the history of learning science, uh, different theories and thinkers, in learning science, which is such a valuable thing to understand and to learn about. So I'm very happy that he's doing a podcast on that. The other podcaster I met, his name is Andrew Jacobs, and he creates the podcast titled The Women Talking About Learning. And this is a very interesting concept for a podcast where he brings together women in different parts of learning, in different areas of learning and workplace, leadership and development, he brings them together. They talk about a certain topic on the podcast. So uh, it's a discussion. It's always a discussion between different women in the field. And actually, at the conference, they were doing a live recording of the podcast. And the live recording was with Sheena Wyatt and Liz Drury, two very interesting, wonderful women that you should definitely take a look at their work. Throughout the session, they were actually recording the conversation live between uh, between Sheena and Liz. It was a really nice look at how the podcast was created and how they how they have make those conversations happen, which was wonderful. And actually, Sheena has her own podcast, which is launching very soon. It is called the Flaming Super Business Chat Show. And it's going to be released, I believe, later this month in June. So please take a look at that, uh, the Flaming Super Business Chat Show. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Sheena does wonderful work with her clients in helping them develop and evolve. And, uh, and she's bringing that to the podcast. So I can't wait to, to listen to it. The other podcast that also was a recording a live episode was the Mind Tools L&D podcast a fantastic podcast that if you aren't already familiar with, you should definitely take a look. They had an event where they were recording their 300th episode with the hosts Gemma Tarzi, Ross Garner, and Owen Ferguson, and their guests Nadia Khan, Julie Dirksen, and Philip Wilcox. 
It was such a wonderful, dynamic discussion between all of them, and it flowed so beautifully. And just again, seeing how the podcast is recorded and how they make those conversations happen was uh, was great. And to meet the hosts was absolute pleasure. So it was really fun. It was not only fun to meet the hosts and creators of these great podcasts, but also to talk to them about how they got into podcasting, what are their experiences in in creating and developing these shows. And uh, each and every one of them brings a wonderful perspective on learning and workplace learning. If you are not familiar with them yet, take a look. So this was the end of two very, very busy days. We ended it with a cocktail party where once again, people were just buzzing and happy to connect and really didn't want the events to end. There was just so much more to talk about to uh, so many more people to meet. It felt like nobody really wanted to go home. Nobody wanted it to end. And uh, and certainly a lot of great uh, connections came out of it where uh, the conversations flowed over into the days and weeks to come as as we keep in touch. It was a wonderful, well-organized event, and Don Taylor and his team really did a truly fantastic job organizing it, bringing together wonderful speakers, wonderful teams, and also facilitating everyone attending to not just have a good time, but also connect, and to come away with new ideas, resources, contacts, and help everyone to improve their practice and bring those back home. So that's a very short snapshot of the Learning Technologies Conference and what my experience was, but I highly encourage you to take a look. And actually, from what I understand, videos of all the talks will be going on their YouTube channel, so stay tuned to that. And you can certainly take a look at the program, see the different speakers and the different topics that were discussed, And if you can next year, I would highly recommend going uh, May 3rd and 4th in London. As I said, I came away completely energized with a lot of interesting ideas, resources, and, and having met new people in this field that I will definitely be keeping in touch with. So it was great. I hope you enjoyed that little overview and insight into this conference. Thank you very much for listening.